1: Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Home Ownership and Marriage. I'm Brittany Lowe. And I'm Jarell Lowe. And we are the Low Property team. You know, today we wanted to just talk about and start off. Um, you know, Jarrell and I very much have a routine. Um, every single morning, you know, we work out, but in starting off our days, um, typically on the road, we like to listen to podcasts. Um, with each other as we're driving to wherever our destination is. And this past week, we um, were listening to a specific podcast. I forgot who it was, but he was talking about, and whatever, whatever work that you do, um, he was saying to ensure that you're being transformational versus being transactional. Mm. And Jarell and I, you know, we had talked about it, um, you know, after and kind of what resonated with us and what does that look like for our business to ensure that what we're doing every single day and working with our clients and, you know, that we're just being intentional about our work. Um, So we just wanted to start that off and talk a little bit about today of being transformational versus being transactional in whatever it is that you do.
2: Yeah. And I think in the scope of our work, um, what we're typically, what we're for the Nine times out of 10, working to develop is community um, with our clients, mm-hmm. with our, our our neighbors, with friends, with vendors in the community, small businesses. The goal is to build community. And the way we should go about approaching this or focusing, you know, through the lens of transformational versus transactional, as Brittany was highlighting, I think it starts with connections, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we like to focus on, in this capacity, the three Cs. Connections, compassion, and commitment. When we're in the community working with our clients, let's just use this for example, it's finding the common denominator that we both have. Um, where, what is this, this that has drawn us to this connection that we have of helping you buy or sell, helping you with some type of real estate need? And then do we have compassion, that compassion that drives us to get the results that we want? Am I compassionate about their outcomes, their needs, their wants, and what the family is trying to do? And then as as this on this end of the deal, or on this end of that partnership relationship, are you committed? Because sometimes we'll get into some transactions, and we're not committed, but we're excited about the outcome. Or we're over overzealous about the byproduct of the work that we're doing, right? That big commission payout. But what we should be focusing on is being committed to the needs and wants of the family, who they are as individuals. So when we start talking about that transformational versus transactional, I always and, and it, this is great this is great that we're discussing it because Brittany and I have a shared note that we use in our phone. So when we listen to the same podcast, we'll put in our own perspectives on the note and come out with two different uh, interpretations. Mm-hmm. And it's great for us to talk about it. So for me, when I'm thinking transformational versus transactional, I'm thinking, are you a nine to fiver or do you go in from nine to five to be intentional, impactful and and an initiator of whatever you're trying to achieve?
1: And I will say this, you know. Jarrell and I, like we've talked about before, we are very competitive people. So of course, right. We, we all have for us, we have goals that we set for ourselves for our business. And we want to obtain those, you know, month to month, year to year and continue to grow. But, um, what it comes down to is what are we intentional about and what are our intentions for ourselves, for our business, for our clients. And, you know, we always talk about it, you know, time and time again, if who you work with matters yeah. and it can be in anything, but it's so true regardless of whatever it is that you are wanting or wanting to obtain of who, who you work with to help you alongside to obtain that goal is going to affect the outcome. Mm. And so, you know, in thinking about, well, how do we do that? How, how do I find somebody you know, to be able to help me with that? And I think when Jarrell and I were talking about it, for me, it has to come down to providing value. Yeah. What is the value that you are getting, that you are giving? Um, and then what is the value that you are receiving? You know, we met with, um, a new client, uh, I think it was a week or two ago and we are, you know, so excited to be able to help them with the process. Now they had explained, you know, that I think a year ago they were thinking about buying, you know, had met with a couple of people, had seen some homes, but had just decided that they wanted to put it to a pause for that moment just because of life. Right. And now they said they're they're ready. You know, they're interviewing, you know, different realtors, different lenders to see that who can especially, you know, who they align with, who they feel comfortable with and who can help them get what they are wanting to get. Mm. And we were, Jarell and I were going through the house um, with them and, you know, pointing out different things. And it caught me off guard because, you know, she said, well, you know, how long have you guys been doing this? Because what blows my mind is that, you know, who we were working with prior, we were asking all these questions about the house, you know, about the houses that we were seeing. And it almost felt like they were just opening the door for us because they couldn't answer any of our questions. You know, um, and so it was such an interesting interaction because for her, she saw the value of what we were bringing. She knew we did our research prior. She knew we knew that area and that we truly care. And so just off that alone, you know, um, that kind of struck us both after that day of saying, you know, ensuring that every single person that we come across or that we have the opportunity to help in some way, shape, or form is that we are providing
2: value. Tons of value. Tons of value. So the question comes, how do you find someone that aligns with you? How do you find that one that makes you feel comfortable while challenging you and also has your best interests at heart? Let me preface it by saying you don't find the person by clicking around. Now, it is a big lottery, (laughs) right? You can be playing a lottery if you're going to the major websites and you're clicking and just trying to get access to the home. But I think in this process, right, when we're talking about the home buying and selling process, I think it's just as important, just as important um, as choosing your dentist, choosing your doctor, right? Are you doing the necessary research to find who aligns with you? Or do I just click on Kaiser Permanente's website and say, just give me the first doctor that's available. And if that's your route of doing it, that's absolutely okay. But for us, it's about finding a doctor that aligns with our beliefs. You know, some doctors might believe in holistic medication or uh, um, holistic approach to healing. Or some doctors may believe in prescription. But for us, we wanted to find the doctors that align with us, that are going to grow with us. And help us make decisions as we move through this life we're experiencing.
1: And I think that's in anything. You know, it can be like a financial advisor or it can be, you know, a a teacher for your kids. Right. Um, So I think that some steps and, you know, some pointers that I would say and that we always encourage our clients and all of our clients will tell you this. We tell every single one of them, you know, from the first meeting at the you know coffee shop or at our office, wherever it is, we say make sure you interview different realtors. Of course, we would be more than happy and honored to help you with your process, but we want you to be able to make a sound decision for yourself. So go ahead and interview all of them. Matter of fact, here's some lender recommendations and we want you to go and you know interview them as well. See who's going to be able to provide you the rate that you want and You know the monthly whatever if you need a program or whatever the case might be another thing i would say you know and correct me if i'm wrong but i would you know i would always talk to friends and family who have bought or sold in that area you know whatever neighborhood that you live in make sure that that realtor specializes in that area you know ask the realtor can i talk to past clients we've had so many clients you know from the jump that said you know, Jarrell and Brittany, can we, you know, talk to a few of your past clients? We'd love to be able to hear their experience. Of course you can. Here's their names, here's yeah. their numbers, you know. Um, and then another thing I would say, you know, especially for people who are numbers people and the data matters is look up the units for specific, you know, realtors that are buying or selling in your area to make sure that, you know, again, they are, they are going to be able to help you in obtaining your goals, right? Because this is a large investment. So you have to do some type of research. Yeah. Um, now, if that if um, the research doesn't matter to you, that's totally fine. Like Gerald said, you can just pick the first one that you talk to. But if you're being intentional about this and you want, um, you know, intentional results, it's so important to do that.
2: But I do want to say this. And sometimes we have to be again, I want to be as transparent as possible. Sometimes numbers do lie. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for individuals that are moving major units it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a great connection and so what you have to sit down and process first is what do i want from this do i want someone to get it done zip it up button it up so i can move to the next phase that's absolutely okay there's people that are out there for that or do you want someone that's going to educate, empower, and implore you in this process? Do you want to be able to build a relationship that lasts beyond the transaction? So that's where we say, please prepare. You know, th- of course, the goal is purchasing a home or selling your home. But more importantly, the goal is building the relationship that's going to help through that process and have a connection or community after the transaction.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think that that's one of our biggest, um, you know, we, we are so, we work so very hard on that for ourselves and for our business and for our clients to be able to feel that right. We work with a handful of clients month to month, but our goal is I want every single one of them, Jarrell wants every single one of them to feel as though they are the only client that, that we are working with because, we want them to feel like their time is priority and that they matter. And right. that's what it really comes down to. You know, the other day, not to toot our horn or anything, but we were at an an open house the other day with our clients. Yeah. You know, it just so happened that it was in the middle of our tour for that day. And we said, yeah, let's all go together. You know, we can look at the house, point out the red flags, k- kind of do what we do for every house. And there was a lady and she had just, you know, she was in the house at the same time we were. There were a couple of families in there and, I kind of caught her eye that she was just kind of observing the interaction that Jarrell and I were having with our clients. And she pulled us to the side and said, I can tell you really care about your clients. And that's really cool. Mm. Um, I wish that I had that, you know, when I was, uh, what did she say? I think she was selling her home, you know, years ago. She's, but she said, I can tell you really care about them. And for us, that's huge, right? Because I want other people to be able to recognize that. Jarell and myself, we want you to see the the work that we pour into our clients, right? And we want our clients more so to, to be able it. to feel it.
2: Yeah, we want them to feel that. And I think we have a couple of great examples that we can highlight to share why we're so intentional about transformational approaches to -hmm. anything Mm
1: -hmm. and so you know when we're thinking I would say right buying buying a home is that's a huge thing selling a home is a huge thing but selling and buying at the same time is a very daunting overwhelming experience for a lot of people in this this market market. yes specifically in this market because there is so much work that goes into that you have to have timelines match perfectly right so you you need somebody to be able to wear many hats and, um, you know, work backwards in a sense. So, you know, for example, right, our clients, um, you know, we recently just got their, um, their home sold for top dollar in the neighborhood in which they reside. And they were so nervous because they are moving out of state, right? Um, What a lot of people are doing right now, right? So, just selling and buying alone in California can be very scary, but selling in California and then buying out of state is a whole different ballgame, right? So I would say, you know, when they purchased their home, I forgot however many years ago it was, and they, you know, just expressed that they they didn't get the education part of it, Mm -hmm. right? We essentially had to go over buying a home and what that looked like all over again. You know, I think it was three or four years ago, which in the grand scheme of things, is just a couple of years, but what they were lacking and the value that they wanted was the educational piece. Mm-hmm. They wanted to be a part of every single, uh, you know, thing that was happening. And as they should, again, it's a huge investment. And I think, you know, when I started in real estate and I think I shared before, I worked for a powerhouse team. Um, you know, I was a transaction coordinator and I remember my team lead would always say, Do not let, you know, some type of communication or something occur without informing your sellers. And so I think Jarrell and I, we implement that, you know, from day one when we're in escrow or when we're prepping for the house of letting you know what's going on at every single moment. And for a lot of people that, you know, for us, right. That's providing value to people, right. And especially from a selling standpoint, and then now being able to purchase in another state of, we had to ensure that they were set up, that they were pre-approved, that we connected them with a specific realtor that we partner with in that state so that their process is smooth, um, you know, and that they can get their offer accepted, that they are going to get exactly where they want. So I would say for that one, you know, um, Uh, Maybe that's not the best example, but it's kind of the first thing that comes to my head, you know, of selling and buying at the same time. I
2: think it's great because with this particular couple, you know, they had a family and working Mm -hmm. on that timeline, Mm -hmm. little babies, coordinating uh, showings, viewings, open houses, working with title and escrow, aligning with the uh, realtor out of state to ensure that they felt comfortable through the whole process. Now, I do want to take this to the total opposite end of the spectrum and share about one of our first, actually, I think it was our first sale by last year, was it?
1: Um, well, for last year, yeah. Yeah, it I was think our it was, first sale yeah.
2: by last year. And this, this beautiful family was just uh, so awesome. We met early on in the year, I think it was around February, got to June, July, and said, hey, uh, we want to move back closer to our family, friends. We want to be around our community. In and, the Bay Area. In the Bay Area. And can you guys help us with that? And we, me, I remember me and Brittany went to go sit on the couch, and we talked to them at their house about, you know, what brought them out to this area. what, And they were so frustrated that it felt like their previous realtor forced them to go out there because that's the only thing they could afford. Um, and I think this is a huge dilemma that we're experiencing right being priced out of locations uh as a realtor are we forcing or are we coaching facilitating and educating
1: Mm -hmm. because they even said right off bat i i remember it she said i we could tell that all she was concerned about was getting paid you know and i would never you know never want anybody to feel Um, in that regard and so it's so important right because they said there was no communication you know it just felt like it just needed to get through the 25 days of escrow and that's all that she was concerned about she wasn't concerned about us she wasn't concerned about our needs our kids um, you know our criteria of what we wanted and you know we felt forced out of here and so yeah that was a that was a
2: it was a heck of an experience. It was a that.
1: very much of an experience. Um, they're, they're happy now. <laughs> well, let me say this. I will say I wanna, that. I
2: want to set this whole story up, and I want to make sure that we share. It, we're, we're not out here to uh, talk about other realtors and the jobs they're doing. That's not our focus. Mm-mm. Our focus is how we approach our business and, and what our intent is, meeting new clients, building relationships, and community. So after sitting on the couch, Brittany came up with an amazing timeline, how this is going to look, got escrow involved, got their lender involved, everything was set up and ready to go. Uh, We got the, you know, house went on the market within a couple weeks, got everything live, got the video, photos, the whole deal done. We get through, I think it was the first 10, 12 days of escrow, and then we go out and start shopping for their home that they're going to be, you know, going into. start placing offers on. And, you know, I think we went out three or four days. I I don't recall the exact timeline, but we went out three or four times and they were like, this is it. We, We absolutely love this. And we worked our tail off to beat out multiple offers, get their offer accepted, super great communication with the agent. And. Boom, we're in contract. So the timeline is perfect, right? We, we, we have it right in that time frame where everything's going to align, where when they move out of their current home, there's about a few days left before yeah. that timeline was done. Like to make we,
1: one move instead of multiple moves.
2: We get in a contract, we're moving smoothly, and all of a sudden, the selling agent of the home that we're representing our clients on goes MIA. And I'm talking about for 18 days. We couldn't get in contact with him. Fell off the face of the planet. Couldn't get in contact with the broker. Couldn't get in contact with anybody. We're begging escrow like, dude, what is going on right now? We we need to know if we need to pull this or if we're going to be able to move through it. Long story short, because I don't want to get into all the details of it. We ended up getting this deal to the finish line. But we're way past the deadline of their current home. And me and Brittany had to look at ourselves and the family was so frustrated. We sat down at a coffee house. We sat down at places to meet with them at dinner to talk about this. And Brittany and myself decided, look, we're going to pay for you to move your stuff to storage. We're going to pay for two weeks of Airbnb. And we're going to make sure that this is a seamless process because we were about a week and a half off from what our deadline was. Mm
1: -hmm. Of where that they needed to move out of their current home that they were living in that we just sold. Yeah and so i think yeah that was that was a very long escrow right because all of them right they're not all they're not all perfect they're not all you know butterflies and rainbows that you know sometimes it can feel like but I think for us, the biggest thing that we said is I looked at Jarrell and I said I refuse for them to have a bitter taste in their mouth about this experience because for us it mattered more that they were excited yeah. and that they were happy. Right? It wasn't. It wasn't perfect. Right? We we didn't project to be to have them in an Airbnb for two weeks before they could move into their actual home that they purchased. But it's what needed to get done. Yeah. Um, it's what needed to have happen so that they, you know could be able to move. And I think that that's what it really comes down to, right? That's for me, when I think about it, that's being transformational in, yeah. in building community in coming up with options and coming up with solutions because life, work, everything, for as much as we try to plan it to be perfect, nine times out of 10, it's not. So we yeah. have to have those stoppers in place of you know being problem solvers. That's another hat that we wear as realtors.
2: And I think just thinking about that statement Brittany just made, I think what's important and what's a definite killer in this game is if you're not a problem solver and your, your automatic response is sorry, I can't do nothing for you. Mm -hmm. That is the absolute wrong approach. We all have skin in this game and we, as the realtor, as the professional need to step up and say, let's sit down, figure Mm -hmm. this out. And of course we didn't want to pay that. We didn't want to foot that bill. This wasn't at fault of us, but you know what? Because we were part of this process, We wanted to make sure that we can ease their troubles as best as possible. Mm -hmm. So that leads me to my question of what matters most to you? What matters most to you as the individual, regardless of what type of business you're in? Or if you're the professional and you're providing a service? Me and Brittany, we firmly believe in impact over volume. We are true. I mean, I'm sorry, not true. We are are huge components of relationships over transactions. Mm-hmm. We say that all the time to our clients. And we're going to continue to say it because we value that. Of course, let me correct myself real quick. Of course, the goal is always more. I'm not saying we don't want the volume. What I'm saying right here is, do we? Do you manage what you have in front of you? Because we hear it all the time from first-time clients we meet with and we show them the first home and it's always referencing man, I felt like I was just dealing with a door opener. There was mm-hmm. no connection. There was no investment, which is okay. You know, do what you can within your capacity that makes the best sense. But for us, it's about the relationship.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I will say this, for some people, the experience, the process, it, it doesn't matter, right? They, they don't want that, and that's just based on their personality. I think we're more or less just speaking about ourselves and you know, our business and what we find to be successful for us. So what we do is not going to be, you know, the best thing for everybody. Um, just like, you know, we always say too, we're us, we're not for everybody, just yeah. like everybody is not for us, Absolutely. right? That's just life.
2: And I think that's what's so important to know and understand your community. Are you connecting? Are you compassionate and are Mm -hmm. you committed to their outcomes? comes down to
1: building community.
2: In this process, the home buying process, it is so important for families, for first-time buyers, even sellers or individuals breaking generational curses. Why? Because it's something that we're working towards that is bigger than what we've ever received or had behind us. So as we're preparing for those things in front, before us, Make the investment in the client, sit down and walk them through it. Brittany just shared this yesterday with the client as we're preparing to write an offer. Hey, before you sign anything, let's sit down and talk about each section of this so you understand what you're writing or signing on. Do we have to do that? No. Do we want to do it? Absolutely, why? Because it's important that they know. In our business, the way we like to run our business, we are going to educate, empower, and implore families on home ownership and its benefits. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't stop there. Why? Because if I educate you, you can educate the next. If I empower you with words, thoughts, and actions, it's gonna build your confidence and resolve in whatever we're dealing with.
1: Mm-hmm. And it comes full circle.
2: And if I implore, I implore families to understand the value of home ownership and its benefits, then we can change. What we're dealing with in the front in the frontal lobe right now, we can change this relationship that we've had and make it more of a community based approach
1: mm-hmm. that's what it's about, you know, definitely. I think that we've definitely covered a lot today. I realize we're already going over, but um, I think you know sometimes we just we're passionate about what we do. that's what it comes down to. And we are excited to be able to share our journey and things about our business, you know, regardless if you're a business owner or if you're a fellow realtor or whomever, you know, we don't know most of the time who's listening, but we want to ensure that what we're saying, um, something is, you know, resonates with you, that you can make a one degree change and you can implement something in your life to be better.
2: Absolutely. And I think we just ended on that because that was such a powerful statement, right?
1: <laughs> well, thanks again for joining us on another episode. We look forward uh, to the next one and having you there.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany be so grateful if you share their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on itunes or wherever you are listening the low property team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener see you next time on another episode of home ownership and marriage